Mm. Oh, I'm off my meds, so I can actually drink alcohol now. Nice. I can drink beers, and I got a black eye. Let's go, bud. Yeah, that's like tough. Fucking you must run. Life. You must run with a tough crowd. Oh yeah, I had somebody may uh, tease me for that <laughs> during the basketball game. He just looked at the jersey, went, "Oh, geez, got a tough crowd here. No wonder you got so many fouls." I was like, "Oof, Mister Ref, <laughs> you wounded me." <laughs> oh, because I'd be like, "Oh, so you have to wear a shirt that says tough crowd to make yourself actually feel tough." Hundred <laughs> percent, because that's why I wear it. It's a podcast about Age of Sigmar, three Canadian dudes and a talented Canadian gal. They have ten thousand takes, but rarely any are good. They record all the time, but we're not sure they should party at the all points yeah don't you think it's party at the all points take a drink it's got day 10 getting your name wrong and tristan referencing bulls basketball and nicole finding obscure canadian songs and I'm just fantastic guy. Hello, party people, and welcome to Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting the Age of Sigmar. I'm your undead life of the party, Tomb King Tristan. Tonight, on this, our 53rd episode, we'll be blazing a trail into the darkness, forging a narrative where there was only fairly well laid out templates. Yes, that's right. We are going to be parsing and parlaying path to glory joining me tonight our man in the middle your man in the night my pick for podcast mvp every time he's here he's bombastic he's super fantastic but he is the fantastic guy hi bud we're going down the path of glory going okay so bonus points if you can name the movie soundtrack that that song was featured on i got nothing (laughs) I got oh, and I can't even remember exactly. I'm pretty sure it was either Young Guns 1 or 2. All right. Well, if you know that, we'll give you bonus points on the either, internet. Either one. Was, I love those movies. They're fabulous. Love them. Just at Budtastic Guy yep. on Twitter. At me, Bon Jovi. In, in Not as greatest, but I still really enjoyed that song. And I enjoyed the movies. The hi. 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 Um, hi. First and so, the man in the mountains, he's like pees like a fountain. It's Dayton O'Bray. Oh wait, no, he's not here. Oh, he's do not here. Know, do, do, do you want to know why, bud? Uh, because he's like, oh, hey guys, Path to Glory is lame, and I'd rather play Warhammer with my friend than hang out with you guys. Yeah, because he's a dickhead and he's a narrative coward. He's too scared to tell a story. Oh, That's what I it love is. Love that narrative a, coward. A narrative coward. That's brilliant. He's trademark. Too scared. Trademark. He's too scared. Part at the All TM, Points TM. 2021. Yeah, suck at Mortal Realms. TM 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 TM. Yep. TM TM. Aaron, I can't wait for you not to listen to the show. Oh, um, that's that's so mean. Why would he not listen? He doesn't listen to anything. He's a jerk. 
not like oh. that Paul guy. Love that Paul guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've even heard his voice once. There you go. Um, all right. Well, first things first. Shout out to all of the party people listening to the show. Hi, uh, party people. Hi, party people. Please smash that like, subscribe, and rate five stars so Santa will know we were good little gits this year. And big ups as always to the Obrey that we like, Nicole. She's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that she will sit and listen to us just go on and on and on and make outrageous requests for what to insert um music wise or sound effect wise uh, nicole at this point it'd be really nice if there was like a flowing music like kind of an ah kind of music um yeah so nicole is just great with all the stuff that she puts up with yeah she's a wonderful caring person yeah just incredibly yet, photogenic yep and yet she's still married in dayton so um yeah. some people just don't have taste you know, Some or have Dayton, or she likes a project. You know, that's true. That's true. That's what <laughs> Tina said to me. Um, anyway. Cool. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, uh, before we take our deep dark uh, trail down to the narrative world, um, Bud, have you been doing any kind of hobbying lately that uh, you would love to share with the class? All right, so I'm taking off my reading glasses for this part. So, oh shit, I, he's I taking off the kid gloves. Yeah, I, I have been doing a little hobbying. Um, <laughs> I pretty much have ten Phoenix Guard fin- finished. Um, finished. Yeah, I've been working on the basing. They're actually they're for my path to glory, and for another hey. little secret project that I'm oh. going to get into very soon. Sick, stoked. Um. Thanks. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm really excited with how they're turning out. I did not think that I would enjoy painting these, and now I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. And now, secrets out, I have to paint 30 more of them uh, for for reasons. Because um, so, someone decided to play in a tournament this summer uh, who, who doesn't have... Who doesn't have to? Oh, we're gonna build up to that. Um, who doesn't have time to paint their own army, uh-huh. and, and is going to pay me? Um, they're gonna pay me lots by. They're gonna pay you? Yeah, by remaining married to me. Um, it's <gasps> Tina. What? That's what Tina's I... gonna play. Tina's going to play at a tournament this summer, an unnamed tournament, which... Tourney, shall... tourney champ Tina? Yeah, tourney, tourney champ Tina, meta Tina. Uh, she gave me... So when she said she was going to play in a tournament, I was like, okay, now I have to get a list together um, that has to be something that she agrees with, that she enjoys, that mm-hmm. is easy to play, like just like not like 800, not Lumineth. Um, <laughs> and... and it has to be something that we actually have some of the models or army so that we're not like sinking a bunch of money into into this. So I put the I put the call out to a couple to a bunch of people and it was like, uh, hey, um, I need I need ideas. This these are some kind of the parameters. Tina likes elves. She actually really likes the high elves, which would have made Lumineth really accept. That's a lot of models to get into, but I have I have some Phoenix. I have thirty Phoenix guard already. Okay. Okay. All right. So all right. that's all a good right. start. I was already ordering a an anointed on frost frost Star Phoenix. Mm-hmm. 
So they, yeah, yeah. And so the the list that kind of kind of came up with that I think we're gonna go with. It's got the Frostar Phoenix, which is gonna be the general, because then okay. your Phoenix guard become become battle line. Uh, it's gonna have uh, I think a battle mage, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's gonna have a little ginger warrior named Gotrek. Oh my God! You're giving her Gotrek. Yeah, she's she she's decided to use. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's like it's you. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Like I'm the I'm the ginger oh, warrior. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So because I have that model already. Yes. Yeah. And then twenty phoenix guard, ten phoenix guard, ten phoenix guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and two dragons, <laughs> and, the, and the and the emerald life swarm. <laughs> So maybe Tony Champina isn't a joke. I know <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty. That's you know that's pretty pretty solid. It is. You know, if Tina and, hits her battle tactics, that'll be really be the key swinging point. Yeah, you know, and she's got to like like look first for screening out like God Trek until like you she can charge out and and take down things like get him mid board quick and release the bud. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's just brilliant. I need to. I gotta change his face. I got to get somebody to 3D print my face so I can put it on Gotrek. Uh, <laughs> so there has to be people on, SD, I, on Etsy that will do that. I, 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 oh, I need a rudimentary my face. Yeah, yeah, can exactly. I go for a rudimentary my face. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Sean, Sean. Um, anyway, uh, so couple. I so I only have to buy Frostheart Phoenix. 10 Phoenix Guard and the the dragons. Drake spawn, is that what they're called? Yeah, I think the so. Boxes yeah. Yeah. That's that's all I have to buy to get that get that army together. Okay. Three boxes ain't bad, bro. I know. I know. It's pretty exciting. Um, so yeah, Sick. anyway. That's all right. Yeah. Emerald Life Swarm. I know. You're gonna be so mad at Tina if she does that right. I oh, really God. hope people get mad at her. She's gonna be like. People aren't going to want to play against you. Everyone's going to want to play against you, Tina. Let's Every, be honest. Yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been painting Phoenix Guard like crazy. I've yeah. Been, Those yeah. look good, by the way. Oh, like, thanks. You can tell you're doing it for yeah. love. Fuego. That's, I just, I yeah, just like fire that. capes? Yeah. Have, I have, you ever, have, have you ever painted like fire capes before? No. Oh, nice. I've Respect. painted fire before. I mean, because mm-hmm. pink cores have fire, Archeon yeah. sword has fire, but no, not nothing like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. What you been awesome. working on? What you been working on? I've been doing serious, like kind of scary shit. Um, so if you, anybody wants to roll over to my Instagram at Tomb King Tristan, you can see how I've done some of the scary things on my Tomb King's Gargans, my big old bone giants, my big old Ushapti. So, so by scary, do you mean like you're scared it's not going to work and it's going to ruin the model, like the Bob yes. Ross ruined, like it does the thing down? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it's one of those things where it's like I've never done something like this before. I really want to make sure I don't screw up this model. Mm-hmm. I'm like I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of taking leap of faith after leap of faith. And so far it's worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been like kind of like building up my sculpting skills up to this where I feel comfortable enough to try out these things. And like the things that I did seem super simple, but 
I, it probably took me five times to get it right. I just did rings like for the collar for the Washika, I think it's called, or we, we I can't remember the name of it. Um, that like the collar armor, that's necklace thing that's on the tomb Kings. Mm-hmm. That's like lifted directly from Egyptian culture. Um, I did one of those, like I just did the um, kind of like the more like the gems that kind of flow down the center of the chest. But then I did an applique on top that was just supposed to be a like a couple of concentric rings that I'm going to be painting gold. So it looks like it's like bound inside of that. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't doesn't sound easy as soon as you if it oh. takes that long to explain the details. And it's true. Yeah. Um, I made I made a cannonball. I made a wing. <laughs> yeah. And I put it on top. It's got a fingerprint on the on the on I did mushrooms. Do you know how hard do you know how easy it is to sculpt mushrooms? Ooh, I'm gonna twist one end, I'm gonna pull, and then I'm gonna dab on one side and kind of push it in. Oh, I made a mushroom. Oh, those look so good. Yeah, yeah it's they like, do. I put so much work into it. Yeah, yeah I, so, I didn't put concentric rings into them or anything. Yeah, so I like I bound that and then I filled in a big chest gap, which I've never filled in a gap that far before. With wait, uh, is this with, are we talking Drake spawn? Are we talking about the Stormcast <laughs> dragons? No, okay, no, sorry, no, sorry. Um, sidebar, quick sidebar. Did you see what they're doing to fix the issue? Because if if the listener doesn't know, um, the new big dragon kits the karazai and whatever his name is the two new big dragons that they released if you put them together right now they have this big like almost fingernail sized hole in them just because they're yeah. sprues in crap. the chest yeah, in the chest so a chest hole kind of like braveheart yeah just shoot them shoot them right in that that one place. yeah that's the reference i made i don't know what reference they were making last episode it completely went over my head um mm-hmm. but i i was referencing Wait, which one did you say? Did you say Braveheart? Yeah, I don't know. Dragonheart. Dragonheart, sure. I don't know. Heart with a <laughs> Braveheart. Heart with an Braveheart is Mel Gibson. They cannot take our freedom. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Savage orcs. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're just they're just sending out like a replacement arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a whole new kit, because every single one that they've made so far has been crap and has this big gap in it yeah that would Um, that would make it a little difficult to just do the whole uh oh yeah we'll send you another kit yeah which which is one of my favorite parts about gw like anytime i open a kit i'm like oh this part's broken yeah i I got a two-for-one mega garden because that right i i got a two-for-one malign portents endless spells because the box Mm. was all beat up the models were fine sick i love that yeah i love free stuff i I didn't even i I only asked about getting a new core book because the binding was all broken on it Mm -hmm. and they said yeah i said here's a new box whatever okay that's tight i was like i'm not saying no to free stuff (laughs) thanks i didn't ask for it and you gave it to me i love swag yeah that's for sure sell it Uh, with me ed Ed fantastic guy if you want to send me stuff there you go um yeah so i did that with one and with my like big ushabti looking one that's built off of magnus the red from 40k drink i love magnus i only got water and tea here well i'm drinking for two i got simple green can i drink that (laughs) 
minty fresh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did Shout that with Jacob Berry. Shout out to <laughs> You got me. You got me. <laughs> okay. And we uh, are back. Okay. Yeah. So I did that with one. And then with my other one that's built on the Mega Gargant frame, I had to fill in a big chest hole. So I tried um, grafting on a couple sprue bits and covering of green stuff. It turned out great. And then now, after looking at a couple of like people who know what they're doing, sculptors, mm-hmm. I've realized, oh, I should do like some pre-big ring necklace thing structural crap. And so I put on like big shoulder wings onto the onto the Mega Gargan's frame. And I think it's going to work out awesome. There you go. Th- like it looks like it's coming together and I'm excited and I'm scared. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of emotions going on. When I look at the thing, I'm just like... <laughs> okay uh, i'm nervous about this i know you're nervous about this too yeah. um we gotta work through this together okay give it's it 110 like percent full like 60 minutes on my knee going oh no 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 it looks good <laughs> oh no 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 now i have greater expectations oh no 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 oh <laughs> uh, it's almost it- like it's the gray cup and you're the hamilton tiger cats and uh, you've gone up pretty good early in the game but oh now you got a closer. Oh, yeah. I really hope I don't turn out like the tie cats. Just saying, suck it, Ridge. Yeah, suck it, Ridge. Back to back losers. Yeah, it's almost wow. like it's almost like you're down by three and you get down to the opponent's four yard line, and on the second last play of the game, you almost have a touchdown pass, but it just gets tipped away from the receiver, and you have to settle for the field goal and go to overtime. Almost. I'm really hoping that's not what turned what what actually happens though that's i just a, hope that, i crush that, it that's actually what happened oh jesus <laughs> jesus jesus is not from hamilton no um, no, no. maybe punches pilot okay um <laughs> now they don't wash their hands in hello oh wow <laughs> i get that reference that's nice thanks look at you yeah look uh, at I'm, all, I'm all over it today all right, yeah, so I did like that structural stuff. It looks great. I'm really excited to push on with it. I actually looked at a couple of like classic, um, actually the guards from Tutankhamun's tomb and how mm-hmm. their necklace things, armor pieces look. And I got some inspiration from that. Mm-hmm. I did a little Instagram poll where I kind of asked the audience what they thought for like a kind of like a center focal point for it. Because I, I always think that's cool when it has like a center point where you just kind of look at it and then the rest kind of flows out in the geometric yeah. shapes that there usually yeah. are. And so I saw some from Tutankhamun's tomb, like he had two guards outside of it. And I'm thinking I'm just going to take some inspo from that. So it'll be good. Do there them both kind of similar. So this one I'm doing a bit more martial. And then the next one, I think I'm going to make him a bit more like a wizardy guy. Okay. Because I've got, since I got the two for one Mega Gargans, I'm just going to do two different uh, Tomb Kings Mega Colossus, as yeah. I like to call them. So you're doing them one as a Marshal and the other one as a, as a what? Oh, so one of them's going to be like, like he's got the two big blades is the one yeah. I'm working on right now. Yeah. So like choppy, yeah. choppy Marshal. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, I'm going to do more like uh, priestly or like oh, yeah. magic-y. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got some cool, I've got some some of the flying out skulls from the um 
what's the name of that shitty kit that I hate that I had to paint a whole bunch of for, for Alan? Uh, OBR um, catapult, yeah, it's, it's an OBR <laughs> thing. The, the not screaming catapults. Oh, the Mortec crawler, crawler. That's at the crawler, yeah. So Great like crawler, the, the crawler. It's like a shrimp crawler. Jeez. So, so is the Marshall one going to be taller than the priest one? I think so, just by a little, probably. Like that's so my guess. It'll be a higher. Direct. So a higher yeah. Marshall. It'll be. A... <laughs> Hi, Marshall. Hi, Marshall. That was a long, that was a definitely a long play one. That was, that, was a, that was a good setup. I like that. Yeah. A plus. <laughs> would, would, would podcast with you again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's great. Good dating, um, dating app will date again. Yeah. Check. <laughs> date number two definitely a baby yeah let's go sooner We're... rather than later just a couple dads talking about dating apps sure i know um <laughs> uh, okay well have you played any games lately i did actually actually um Shit. yeah i know i know i played ridge uh shout out to Ooh. ridge ridge from hamilton back to back great cup losers longest great cup drought <laughs> in the cfl right now at about 30 years um who lives two blocks from tim horton stadium in hamilton great name for a stadium um got to call tim beeb soon yeah (laughs) that's right um so i played a zinch mortals list Zinch mortals so it had zangors and skyfires and a zangor shaman and an ogroid and the metalith vortex beast that's right i said metalith um, it's the meta yeah it's the new meta welcome to the butt meta. <laughs> hey hey it took down a unit of untamed beasts boom suck it ridge um and ridge was playing a bellicor bellicor list with uh had lots of warriors and marauders and a sorcerer lord and two demon princes mm-hmm. yeah it's a fun game uh, it was really close. It was really close. It went down to turn five, and Belicar went and hopped on in an objective, and he hadn't used his monstrous takeover yet, so he's able to use that to score some points. I, 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 with my Mutalith Vortex Beast, I should have held it back first turn, used it to score the easy monstrous takeover, because turn rounds four and five, I didn't have anything I could score with from for my. Uh... Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, but that's I was so excited. You. I was so excited about the Mutalith Vortex Beast, especially, especially, uh, in round two, I believe it was, and I got, I, I spiked my rolls for its fancy abilities, killed some Chaos Warriors. Boom, Steve arrives at the party. Steve's Steve! like going, Steve! Yeah. Ruffle, shuffle. I know. And it even caused some problems or like one or two minor headaches for Ridge, which even made me even more excited. Um suck it, champ. And, and then he di- and then he died. But yeah, that was the game I that was the game I played, and it was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Steve is always a bright light at every party he attends. Oh, I totally wasn't expecting him to come because first I had to roll a six. Mm-hmm. Then I had to roll enough mortal wounds to kill a chaos warrior. 
Because mm-hmm. it's D6 wounds, mortal wounds. And I rolled a six on the D6 mortal wounds. Get some. And then he had to fail all his uh, mortal wound saves that he's got with his Chaos Warriors. Boom, bam. Sick. Love and then, that. hi, Steve. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> hi, I love, Steve. I love Steve. He's so amazing. He's just a great uh, dude. You have a game you're supposed to be playing soon, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Wait, am I making that up or? No, I definitely do. Okay. Um, okay. It's one, moments, it's one of those moments where we were both like, I'm really busy this week. Are you really busy oh. this week? I also am very busy this week. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I, I know what he was up to. Mm, kind of yeah. He had to G- run the Everwinter GT. Yeah. It had like 60 players or something. Yeah. Six, yeah like half the tough crowd was there, half of our uh, gaming group. I know. Yeah, that would make it a, a lot of work. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, and that's just Joe Pagano. I know. And then the rest of the group showed up. Sella's so just there being pissed. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Did Anthony only have to defend the belt once? Yeah, he only, yeah, he dodged everybody else. Oh, um, that guy. I know. Like, he played myself around one, beat her, was able to defend his belt. Because we yeah. have a belt for all of our friends to try to win whenever we play each other. Exactly. We're awesome like that. We yeah, talked yeah. ourselves into it. Um and then and he, then he went on and ended up going, I think, four and one and came top three. It was him, our boy Joan Noah Singh, and yeah. I don't know, some putts who actually won the thing with uh, a really actually pretty kooky um Kotal's claw list. Just kind of seemed oh, like a yeah, great yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty sweet. It was like a grab bag of all the Seraphon units that you don't normally see. So I like oh, it. Like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that list. Yeah, was... had an engine of the gods, had Saurus Knights, had a Carnosaur, had Chameleon guards, Skinks. Had guards in it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It had some Saurus Guard. And it was just like yeah. one of those like this one went five and oh. Yeah. That mm. book needs some points to it. Get adjusted. Oh, yeah. Or it's everyone in England going, oh, that's just the American meta. And they hey. do they really know how to play Warhammer? Or are they just rolling dice and drinking? Need more oh. oil of bogomont in my oh. tea if we're gonna there's, discuss something like this. My there's goodness. way way too much flavor in this food for my taste. It needs to be a bit more bland, I say. How dare they spice the potatoes? What? How my tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. It's my tomatoes season. for my breakfast food are not doing <laughs> are too spicy. Too much black pepper. Oh, these biscuits have jam with a little bit of sugar. This is horrible. <laughs> oh, biscuits. Sorry. Scones. Scones aren't biscuits. Okay. Scones aren't biscuits at all. What are you doing? I don't know. They they're both baked. <laughs> Which in Canada oh. is no problem getting done. Can't say that was a marijuana. That was a marijuana joke. Oh, is that what that was? Oh, yeah, it was. I thought that was just an over baking joke, and how we have many convection ovens here. Okay. Oh yeah, to to Why heat no? the houses, heat the houses when they turn off the gas to your house. Okay. I actually need to think of a new heating solution for my basement because this podcasting is getting kind of chilly. Oh, uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, All right. So you'll end oh, up playing it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to end up playing Corey. Um, he just has to recover from, I think he had about 
500 grams of truffle cheese and some kind of like a bucket of gabagool that Pagano gave him. So okay, he's going to okay. be recovering for a couple days. But sometime this week, him and I are going to have a game and I'm going to throw my prospective mega gargants list at him. So yeah. We'll see. I'm going to probably do something stupid like go grab on TTS a whole bunch of the Tomb Kings um, <laughs> the models and just blow oh, them yeah, up yeah. to the gigantic yeah, on the bases. Why not? The joy of TTS. You spend 25 minutes doing something. You could do it a 3D image of yourself wearing Tomb King armor and stuff. That's something I need to get together for the year that I eventually attend Raw over in... Like, whenever I go to a narrative event, I'm just doing it. <laughs> there we doing go. it. Get my beach body. Oh, yeah. I need to get one of those. So I can be Swole King, Tristan. <laughs> I So I can be Gotrek. That's yeah. why... <laughs> That's my new life goal. That's my new summer goal. <laughs> summer body goals. Get, <laughs> get that Gotrek gut. Yeah. Oh, let's let's take. I got him right here. Okay. Uh. Wow. He's got what, what, a lot okay, so of. So what pecs. do we got to do to get you in that zone? How many pecs does he have? Does he have like four? No, they don't. They don't, he's not overpecked. He definitely's okay. got a punch. Okay, though. Definitely got a gut though. I'm gonna have to drink way more. I'm and sure then not. and then just lift like i'm gonna have to drink and then and then just do bench press bench press uh curls curls for the girl yeah yeah because his legs don't look that muscular he's got a pretty flat butt uh yeah. looking okay. at the model here out. he does have a very that, flat ass holy cow i didn't realize how flat it is <laughs> now that i'm looking side profile jeez louise to be fair it's probably a british butt to be yep. fair. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Um, um, yeah, but his arms are jacked. Okay, so you basically just have to become curl slayer. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Mr. Kaler, can like can you write that down on the board? No, too busy curling. Let's go. <laughs> They're like, just put down your stones, eh? You're, not, <laughs> you're, you're throwing hack weight if you're throwing them that hard. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Sorry, oh, boys. Jokes. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. Uh, week. Yeah, we're going to be awesome. back 12. Back 12. Oh, all right. And on that note, um, let's take a little break here. And oh, we'll yeah. come back and chat Path to Glory. Half to Glory. Path to Glory. It's not another story.
3, 2, 1. Hello, party people! Welcome back to Party at the All Points, where we are having a party talking about Path to Glory. What is it? Who is it? Where did it come from? What does it do? Why is it amazing? And why is Dayton bailing out on us? Find out more. Number number seven. Oh, I screwed up there. Number seven on the list will surprise you. Smashed it, bro. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dayton, you suck. I know you're going to listen to this. Um, I hope you're enjoying playing the new Neural Battle Tome. I look forward to next week yeah. when you give us updates and your thoughts. But yeah, the, the Rocket Trogoth uh, Plague Bears, they look like they're painted up like Rocket Trogoths. It was pretty tight. I'm excited. I know. I, I enjoyed I, it. I liked it. That's good. Anyway, anyway, hi Dayton. Good scheme. Hi good Dayton. Scheme, good list. Hi Dayton. Hi party people. Hi people yeah. we actually want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna go over the Path to Glory narrative play section. We're just kind of gonna give you the act like I'm five explanation of what it is, why yeah. it's cool, your experiences with it, and why I'm excited to try it out in the new year. All good things damn straight okay so narrative play apparently is the color green when it comes to the games workshop world um you might not recognize it because most of our listeners i think are more more like a purple person more of a match play kind of kind of gal and so the the section you normally skip over and i know like i had such a low opinion of path to glory in the last few iterations of the game that i honestly taped together my books like I took painter's tape and just attached the pages for where the path to glory section was. Cause I was That's so tired of having to brilliant. That is brilliant. Cause I've never wanted to go. Like some people have cut it completely out and yeah, I, no. I couldn't get myself to do that, but no. painter's tape. Oh, like the it's actual like... painter's tape or the knockoff, uh, like <laughs> no name brand painter's tape. No. Well, it's the one that had the froggy on it. So like the good stuff. Oh yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, okay. That's good stuff. Did so you get I, the Ronas or what? No, no, I went to the Cantire. Thank you. Very okay. Much. Yeah. Cantire. Okay. That's, that's good. Yeah. You get that Cantire money. Go. Sorry. Yeah, go so, ahead. Keep going. <laughs> and so, like, like that's how low of opinion I had of Path to Glory before because it just kind of seemed like you, it was too random for me. I didn't feel like I was telling a story. It just kind of felt like I was rolling dice and not caring. And as a person who, you know, invest far too much of myself and my time into warhammer i just kind of felt like it cheapened my experience but this time around i've dug into path to glory it's one of the things i was most excited about with 3.0 and it's like a pretty meaty system every time yeah and i i'm pretty excited about it so path to glory is the narrative oh shoot well, scratch that one off the charts. Probably what? should have wrote that bit more intro. Um, no, so that's good. It's good. It's good, man. Thanks, buddy. It's I okay to think. It's okay to pause. It's okay to have a moment. Nicole's oh, yeah. not going to cut this anyway, so <laughs> that's podcasting. <laughs> so, Path to Glory is the formal way to do narrative play. It's kind of the hand-holding section to help you tell your stories and to help build up your world in the Age of Sigmar. I think it's super fun. It's something that I believe will help a lot of people push their creativity in ways that they haven't done before. Because like, there's a lot of, there's quite a, not a lot, not quite a few. There are some 
players that have done a great job building narratives, sharing them with other people and have shown kind of me the light of how to do narrative play. Like I'm thinking of the Steve Foots, I'm thinking of um, Tyler Mengel, people like that who like really live and breathe narrative play. All the guys over at the Mortal Realms, like they like love that stuff. To them, it's like to players who love a narrative game, it's all about trying to bend the rules into a way that lets you tell the story that you want, which isn't how I approach Warhammer pretty much. Like for me, it's, I love playing the game itself. I love telling my own stories, but a lot of my storytelling is based with and through match play itself. Yeah. But Path to Glory, it seems, is a great way to build up your forces, to craft a story with your friends and to have your overarching narrative have kind of like these nice little pegs that you're able to plunk onto like you're able to build yourself up you're able to build up your pyramid and it just seems like a really nice way that this edition they've built storytelling into the game itself yeah like i mean i think a lot of us we got in to warhammer okay i won't say a lot of us i'll just say i got into warhammer because when i looked at the (laughs) models i could see the story Hmm. Right. I could like I just it, it brought visions to my head of these epic battles and these fantastical creatures. Um, but I'm also I'm good at I'm good at visualizing the story. I'm not good at coming up with my own stories. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think the path to glory has it, it. It creates that nice framework for some people who would get overwhelmed by okay, there's just way too much um, to try and think of, which is why I could never be a DM because there's way too much attention to detail that needs to happen. Um, Like the Path to Glory system gives that framework for people who want that narrative, like just that story, because it's fun to be in the story. In fact, your games are like even competitive games, uh, I think are more fun when when you start like, okay, this is the story that's happening as you're playing. Yeah, Um, when you have your Steve's. Oh yeah. 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 Steve Spawn. <laughs> He's like, amazing. Legit, man. He's a party. He's a party animal. hundred percent. Like having somebody or something that you're able to just like have every game pop up and you can just be like happy that, oh hey, it's your buddy Steve. But yeah. in this regard, it's like your whole army becomes a Steve, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll get in. I got I got some stories. I got some oh, stories. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Um so I thought that we could kind of look at the section itself inside the book and yeah. we could then talk about some of your experiences with it. Cause you've been doing a path to glory for the last few weeks and yeah. I've just been being a big dork and like flipping through the path to glory sections and the white dwarf updates in the main rule book itself. Cause I'm kind of gearing up to run one in the new year. Yeah. Um, if anybody's on PEI that's listening to this and wants to try out age of Sigmar and wants to do anything like that, like wants to try out path to glory after listening to this just hit me up um tomb king tristan tristan gray on twitter and let's get some games in in the new year yeah and what's the start em cards uh, yeah em cards and collectibles oh, it's a great... I even i got most go. of it you smashed it you did you did yeah. bud um, yeah it's a great new store i'm really stoked on it i'm actually gonna be teaching painting classes at it yeah um starting in the new year too i think january 17th Talk to Eric if you want, but <laughs> whoa, name dropping Eric. already. Hey, there we go. I'm, Not I'm saving it for Eric. the end of the show, Dayton. I'm in with Eric, you know. There you, um, go. There you go, bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm pretty excited about this. 
Yeah. I think it's going to be super fun. It's going to be a great way to build up stories and have people get invested in their armies is my hope. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> we both, we both went <gasps> at the same time. Um, yeah. Path to glory is basically, and you, and you, you can add in stuff as I go. It's mm-hmm. basically a, a framework for, first of all, building your army and you can start like as low or as high as you want with this, uh, but developing it in such a way that you like your, your units, you name everything and it's, you play with that throughout and they gain renown. Um, your army can collect artifacts, complete quests as you go and you're, mm-hmm. you're developing your land and your fortress and you look for new territory to try and take over that's going to help and benefit your army in certain ways. And you That's pay- pretty rad. Yeah, it is. So it, like, it's kind of like, I know I'm a pretty visual person. And I go back to things that I used to do whenever I was a kid and I played a ton of Age of Empires. Oh, and yeah. for me, it was a, like whenever I first read the Path to Glory section, I was like, oh, so it's kind of like those early levels in... Uh, age of empires any rts where like you get there you have like your one little section that you've claimed and then as you play games and as you develop your story you get different resources you get the abilities like to build up whatever troops you have already you get to level up your guys and like sometimes your guys die and like you have to replace them i know it's like yeah (laughs) no (laughs) my man's and that's something that i found pretty neat um it's just that framework to help you tell like this legend of your own army yeah it all starts with a warlord right like you get like this one person that kind of becomes your fulcrum for how your story is going to go yeah and he's always your warlord and yeah that's right that's right there's no switching around it's like this is the boss like you this this is one of the decisions that i feel like you should put some thought into for what you want out of your army as a whole Mm -hmm. like who do you really want taking over your army and like being something that you can focus your storytelling into. I think that's really smart because for a lot of people who aren't well versed in storytelling, like, well, me and you, mm-hmm. it gives you that point where you go, oh, okay, so why would this guy be doing that? Why would this woman be like pushing themselves? Like, why would this person be wanting to go out and mm-hmm. take over stuff? Or in the case of mega gargants, just like walk around and kick shit. Oh Yeah. <laughs> That's easy. They got hungry and they started walking. <laughs> 100%. And so that's cool. So like you got your warlord that you focus everything around. I'm excited to ask you about yours in a little bit. Yeah. But then this next step is you kind of choose what kind of points limit you're going to play because it looks like you can go up pretty high. Like you can go up to 2000 points just with the book itself, but then yeah. like you can keep going beyond that, obviously. Um, and with that, it's like you you get a roster, right? Like you get to pick your units and then whatever size of game you're playing, you pick however many you have. Cause you can have a whole bunch of people in your army per se, but not on the battlefield. Right. Right. So for those of you playing Marvel crisis uh, protocol these days, <laughs> so you might have like your roster of 10 models, but in any given battle, depending on the crisis level, you'd only use like five or six. Cause that's the points that it would, that would make up so it's the same thing with your roster um depending on your points level that you're playing um you can pick and choose from your roster obviously you always have to have your warlord like your warlord's gotta be there 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, get to hands-on warlord. This is not one of those <laughs> warlords. It's like, um, I'm just gonna sit around, guys. You go and do your thing. Like, I'm just gonna hang out at the castle. There, there's no middle management warlord here. No, there's no middle management warlord. Uh, there's no, yeah. So your warlords are always involved, and then you can pick and choose, and then still, like, you still always um have to have like your certain amount of battle line. And you're mm. limited on number of characters, depending on like depending on the points level that you're playing. Yeah. Okay. So that's sweet. I know. Just looking at it, it seems like there's quite a few other parts to it. Uh, just just yeah. to put a like a, a broad sweeping aspect to it. Like it is a pretty involved system. But the gist is, you have your warlord that you focus your story on. Then you have the rest of your units that you build up from there. Yeah. And then. The next part is you have your own like territory, let's say where, where you're from or where you've landed or what you've claimed is yours. Yeah. And those all come with different effects and different abilities because unlike matched play, um, you don't get like a big wide sweeping like carte blanche to go build whatever you want. Yeah. Um, in this one, it's pretty restrictive on what you can choose off the rip, right? Like you can only have kind of like one of all the different types of heroes like a wizard a priest or even like a reinforced yeah. unit um and so that's pretty neat that's one thing that i like is that it kind of gives you the guardrails that you have to stick on and so it treats you not so much like um you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and it, pretty, like... and it pretty much says i don't know if it's just at the start or through the whole thing like no unique uh characters yeah it no, says it right no off the unique. rip which is nice yeah, which, which I really like. I know for me in Age of Sigmar, I like not playing the named characters. Like I like building the person that I'm going to be having mm-hmm. um, represent me on the field. And I don't know, I, I don't like telling other people's stories. Like I like whenever my, like, let's say Wind Mage does something wicked. I don't want it to be some named dude. Like I want it to be like yeah. the guy that I came up with who's ripping around on his Nimbus cloud. Yeah. And that could be, and it could be something you work into, um, into your campaign at some point where like, once you get comfortable with it, it's like, oh, like all of a sudden, like this unique character, like enters the story and is a part of it for, for part, for part of the story and then leaves. So kind of like in a computer game, you might have an NPC that, that shows (laughs) up that's like, yeah. And, and is with you for part of the journey, but then leaves after part of the journey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a fun idea. Like, that's one okay. thing I've thrown around where it's like, okay, if the option is like you have this, somebody has this character they really, really just want to use, especially if you're, if you're building up an army and mm-hmm. um, something, something I just did just, just tweaked as we were talking here. So nice. That's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like you pick your size, you pick kind of like a couple of your first units, um, and then you get to pick a couple, like you get to pick an enhancement. And then you pick your first quest and quests kind of seem quest seems pretty neat. Cause it like, it gives you that framework, right? The quests um, there's some pretty simple ones like defend your, like defend your home territory. And then there's other ones that's, I know one, one that I'm pretty stoked on is hunt the endless spell. <laughs> yeah. Like, which I love. It's like, if you capture that spell, like you get this quest reward, which is like, that's a little bit dependent on who you're fighting, but at the same time, it's like if you know somebody's taken like some one of the sons or like 
an emerald life swarm. Like let's say I'm playing Tina and I really want to oh, get yeah, that yeah. damn emerald life swarm. I know. Like being able to actually defeat it. Like oh, <laughs> would love that. And, I, and, that, and that's just like a nice part of the storytelling aspect. And then you get like the, you get the, whatever, like the glory as they call it. Yeah. Um, glory which points. Is the currency in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and cool. like the most important part of that for me has been to reinforce uh, or not reinforce to uh, bring back models that have died throughout. <laughs> Because one of the things, like, you play a battle and any models that are so, like, non-characters, any models that die, so, like, if, let's say eight, eight of my Phoenix, ten Phoenix Guard died. After the battle, I roll eight dice. Yeah. And for any ones, those models die. <laughs> and so... It's like Pokemon permadeath? I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Um, and then you have to use glory points to bring that mm -hmm. unit back up to, to, to full, full complement if you want. Yeah. Um, if you, if you manage to not die as much as I do, you can use glory points to like, uh, recruit other characters, recruit units. Um, there's veteran enhancements. Um, one thing I'm really excited about in the cities of Sigmar book uh, they have ways of, t or not Cities of Sigmar book, in the White Dwarf uh, that came yeah, out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, there's there's ways to, like, if you just, if I just had a regular anointed, uh, getting enough, you have to have the glory points, and then he has to have enough renown points where you can put him on a Frostheart Phoenix. Yeah, which is yeah. cool. Like, yeah. you, you can do that upgrade to your character to get them a cool mount and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so rad, man. I love it. That. I love it is like fun. the RPG elements of this thing. And yeah. like there's there's a ton to this. There's like tons of more territories. There's because like as you add territories, like as you go out in your Age of Empires or like StarCraft um, yeah, yeah. adventure, like the more like the more places that you can claim, the more abilities you get, the more different types of units you can take. Because it's kind of, as we said, kind of on the rails at first. Um, it forces you to only have like one wizard, one priest, one monster, stuff like that. And like some of your things count for multiples of those, right? So like if you have yeah. a monster that's a wizard, then that that's both of those things. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you have a frostar phoenix. Take that. Um yeah. Um, like I really so, oh go ahead. No, I was just gonna actually ask you. Um, that's kind of like the general overarching like look at it it's like yeah. it gives you a way to tell a story it gives you a way to build up your own people that you want to like invest in mm -hmm. and then after every game just like a lot of rpgs and any other kind of uh uh games workshop game that has a narrative element to it it's like yeah. you get stuff after the game and that's like that's one of the other things that's really sweet about this it's like i know I love to have the after a match play game, have that conversation of like, okay, like what were the tactics like? Like, what did we do here? Yeah. But then there's a whole nother, whole nother seasoning on this that you get the like, okay, I did this, but then like the storytelling aspect now kicks in high gear because it's like, okay, now, okay. What, what enhancement should I be picking out? Like what, what sort of like badass thing did my guys do? Like, what, yeah. what am I going to try to like, what am I going to do with now with my story on top of the conversation you can have about like the tactics that you use, like where you position guys, where yeah. you, who you attacked with, like what your badass mage did, like what she, like how she wrecked face and like what, what, what reward does she deserve other than getting another set of highlights? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, we like because yeah, I've been running Path of Glory yeah, yeah, for, right. for for a bunch of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with uh, my 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 kids, I mean, a couple like two of them have their drivers already, so I feel weird calling kids, but they're still my kids. They're still um, kids, bro. I know. They're still I know. kids. Um, and part of what I was like, they were kind of interested in in just trying out Path of Glory, like just uh, as because a couple of them have played for a long, been playing for a few years already. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's it's really easy for like we had with one very new very new very young like a younger player and just it's a great way to to introduce and have them slowly move along because we like we started at 600 points um mm-hmm. we, we started at the base level with the path of glory and so it, it's very it's very easy if someone wants to start like it it's pretty easy for me to get models together for for but a lot of different armies that's 600 points yeah and 600 points is a great size because that's basically a start collecting and maybe maybe one more unit that you like yep um it's also like you're playing on a pretty small area so i don't know like mm-hmm. i think you saw one of the pictures we had three games going on like just with a couple of tables put together um i could we could have three games going on really easy and then i'm able to help out like like I'm able to answer questions where I'm not having to walk all, all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's steps low. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, especially after a day of school. Um, mm. It's, and I think too, like as for, for someone who's new in building an army, uh, you can get, you, first of all, you can get more excited and invested in the models that you have. Yeah. And then, and then you you get ideas. It's like, oh, my army's gonna grow. We're gonna get, we're gonna try and recruit one of these guys in, or this is, like, this yeah. could be my next step. Where it's not like that initial. I've got to get a two thousand point army together. How am I ever gonna do this? This is impossible. That's way too many models. Yeah, I like that about this. It like it like the rails kind of keep you going, and that's one thing I always liked about escalation leagues, just in general, was mm-hmm. the ability to be like, well, we're just going to play at this low points. So you don't have to keep going up high. But yeah. with this, it, like I feel like this does a better job of making people want to get invested in Warhammer mm-hmm. because, like, you get a Steve right off the rip. Like you get uh, a yeah. main character. Like, like, like yeah. this person become becomes like your focal point right like your, your warlord so i think that's i don't i'm super stoked on it yeah. um, here's like the first and, and here's what's beautiful about path to glory the first game we played and there were three of us there that night and so we just did a triumph and treachery uh and there are rules for that in the in the core rule in the new core rule book mm-hmm. so we played we had three people we were playing and i forget what you did. i don't know if, if the stormcast player if you had annihilators or something and he was just like, I hit him with my gyrocopter. I shot him. I even charged him my gyrocopter. Cause I was like, I want to, I want to get those rotary blades in there with their fives to hit fives to wound. Um, and then there was a cruel boys player and he was firing his crossbows into them as well. And the guy, and so the Stormcast player, he's like, he's like, if this, okay, if that guy survives this round, that unit's getting a name or that that model's getting a name if he yeah. survives and he rolling he made his saves he's like he's getting a name and he was so excited and the cruel boy player was he was so mad because he's played against the stormcast so much it's like they never die um 
but it was just like just that that banter then yeah. happened um and i played we, we, we've all we've all felt like that right like whenever yeah. you have some you have a unit that just kicks ass and all of a sudden you're like oh no yeah. like i'm going back and i'm painting that thing better or like oh, yeah, oh that's yeah. gonna that's earned its paint this time around yeah. or like yeah. And the beautiful thing is, is that you know that model's going to be back the next time. Like the next time we're playing Path to Glory, we know that model's going to be there. Like we yeah. don't, and like, and he's going to have a name. Where he's going to say his name so much, we're going to know his name. Um, <laughs> and like I, I played um one of the second or third week we were playing. I played against Cruel Boys, and I like my general. I have a steam tank. I have a. I've, general in, in in a steam tank and he was glorious and i was hitting my cannon shots and i was rolling i was i was actually hitting with the cannon i was getting and i was rolling high on oh, my damage he's doing good it was awesome my phoenix guard really he was getting so mad at my phoenix guard because they didn't die either Damn um right. but he ended up killing my steam tank okay fine okay we get to after battle so when heroes die you roll you roll a 2d6 so it's different than just the regular guys you roll a 2d6 and you go on the injury table yep yeah roll my, roll my roll my 2d6 uh and i roll a three. Oh no that's very low bud oh, no. <laughs> it's like the miscast table for fantasy on a two or a three it's dead it's dead <laughs> It's dead. I didn't even get a chance. I was gonna repaint this steam tank because I originally painted it 15 years ago. To re- I, I had the paint stripped off of the guy riding it. Oh uh, my god, no! He's dead. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. Yeah, He's dead. <sighs> Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a god. Um, <laughs> it was so in our group WhatsApp. It was like sad day. His name was P- Peter P- Peter Boomenheimer. Peter Boomenheimer. Oh no, yeah. he went boom boom. Yeah, Peter, sure. Peter, Peter Boomenheimer is taught. That's dead. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so so no. he died. So now I gotta get me a new. And I had no other heroes in my roster yet. Oh shoot. No, but that's why I needed the Frostheart Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I have to get it. It's oh, for the like kids. One, it's for you? the kids, Tina. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for me shoving the kids in a Warhammer locker. Yeah. No, I'll still die because there's definitely lots of Stormcast. God, we have five ass. players. Uh, yeah, Sweet. we have five five players. Two Stormcast, a Cruel Boys, and a Sylvaneth. And then my, Ooh, my cities. For that Woody boy. And he's the newest player, but he loves the Sylvaneth. So it's like, hey. Treat him right. Oh, yeah. He's he's a good kid. I already, uh, already sold them my Dryads from. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> for less, no kids. For, for less than half. Their paint. Yeah, exactly. First hit's free. Um less than half price and they're painted they're actually not bad badly painted not bad bud not bad oh yeah not bad captain dummy head yeah <laughs> that's rad man i love that i know yeah. i'm thinking so about it's been long. It's, sorry yeah. it's been fun go ahead sick um yeah i've loved hearing about it i love like i've been wanting to know all like the little idiosyncrasies of the play group and oh it's so sick man yeah um 
I know I'm pretty excited. I'm going to hopefully kick off something in January where we started 600 points. I already have two guys that as I was just like, Hey, anybody want to do an Esca and like immediately. In the chat. <laughs> <It's> like, <sighs> you had me at S <laughs> you had me at. Hey guys. <laughs> um, yeah. And so far that's like a city's a Sigmar list. And I don't know whatever John's going to do, probably vampires. Um, and I'm trying to decide what I should do. So question help me make this decision i want you and i want the party people to help me okay okay okay, i can either try to push hard Mm -hmm. and do my gargants for it which i've been like taking my sweet ass time building these things bro like it's Mm -hmm. i i looked at my like history of like pictures things recently trying to make a calendar for my parents for uh with my son's pictures for christmas with pictures of my models for my parents okay (laughs) (laughs) and this is where i learned how to do green stuff rolling you put you put you put you put felix on january so it looks like it's all about him and then the rest is just models (laughs) that's the stuff right there Nah, so like I was just like going flipping through pictures. I was like, I've been doing this for a long time. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, because oh, so last Christmas, yeah. you I you had my name as Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. You already had the Magnus model and a Mega Gargant model. Yes, I did. Yeah, and yeah. okay, but they're a lot farther now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to figure out if I should push hard on those and like try to get them done, or if, or if because or if i should do my lumineth because i i see like i still got a lot of painting to do with them mm-hmm. i've done some i like i've got a lot of it assembled and converted and like some people have been great um sending me heads and stuff which has been awesome uh, like all my little head swaps for them so i'm just trying to decide if i should do lumineth or if i should do gargants is the big thing what do you yeah think? and so my initial feeling is I don't know how Gargans work in Path to Glory, or I haven't looked at their Path to Glory rules. Yeah. So it's very different. Yeah, it would it would be very different. So like your six hundred point army is would be what a gatebreaker, a gate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, it'd be like, do I? Yeah, it's like here's a gatebreaker at six hundred points. Like, yeah. is that fun? Yeah, is that's that oh, that, and that's the other thing is that is that even fun for you? I have one model that I'm gonna move around, like it's so like my gut feeling is it doesn't having just that one model moving around doesn't feel it like it's engaging for either of you, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, if you if you have different units that you're moving around, yeah, um, I think you're gonna have more fun with more units because it's going to be more of a story then right rather than yeah you know, just yeah that well, those that, are those that. are my points and i'm speaking i'm speaking truthfully because wayne gretzky's number 99 uh, red cask premium <laughs> crafted whiskey is like a truth serum he's doing shots and making funny faces <laughs> this whole time. i've kept it together pretty good yeah. um <laughs> yeah that's good yeah so i'm like i'm between the so in between those two things, um, party people weigh in at me, please tell Don't me what you have you a think. cities list. I thought you had a cities. I got a cities list, bro. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, you can, you can do cities. You don't have to. Yeah. Well, since my buddy Les is also already doing a cities list, I was just like crossing that off. Oh, and yeah. because like I, my uh, Lumineth is a little bit further along than the city stuff. Okay. And in, I'm thinking that I want to do Illumineth versus uh, Tomb Kings Armies on Parade. Yeah. Which would be pretty sweet. 
Yeah, yeah. So I hear Alan's selling an army. You can just buy his and use it. Alan sold that army thing right now. Oh, okay. Um, and so, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, I've always, I've liked my Lumineth stuff. I've got a lot of it. I mm-hmm. just have to, I like, I just got to get it painted. So maybe that's the answer. Yeah. But, like, my, I just really love those big, gigantic, friggin' giant things. And, like, just being like the come at me, bro. <laughs> just being like these are my big swords that is your little face i'm yeah. gonna stick them in your little face <laughs> i think would be really fun it would be very I fun i could i could tell a story with that you could because my uh oh because like i i focused on like my storytelling with my armies and that's kind of driven what i've wanted to build and like why mm-hmm. i pick shit i still like don't get me wrong i still build like match playlists that have the ability to slap if i work my machinations properly yeah but um like for me i focused in on how i want my army to play with a story like i want my swirling dervish of a wind swept uh lumineth army like i don't want just sentinels blasting yeah like i don't want the danny devito uh sentinels so i started blasting yeah <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't need 50 well and that's the like with the with your path to glory is like you consider um who you're playing against right and that Hmm. that's going to be part of because a path like narrative is about it's about community it's almost as much as much about like getting together and hanging out and playing as it uh, as it is like it's not a it's not a win or lose like you still like you're going to get those close games and like you're going to be cheering at dice rolls and stuff but it's also about like, as opposed to a tournament where it's like, okay, um, this guy, I'm probably going to get tabled by turn one and a half. Freaking but Carl. yeah, but I'm here for, I'm here for a tournament. I know it's competitive. Like Path to Glory, you say narrative and it's like immediately you're trying to build the community, not wreck the community. Yeah. Which is I'm why I'm getting a Frostheart Phoenix and using Phoenix card. That proper thing. That's, oh. that's also why Dayton is dear. <laughs> that that there, too. There's a face wrecker. Dayton, oh, yeah. Dayton's, oh, yeah. Yeah, Dayton's path to glory list uh, would be uh, a hag queen. 12, 12 dragons. <laughs> <laughs> be hag queen uh, and then snakes. Yeah. It's like, oh, 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 oh. Yo, iron scale? Iron scale and snakes. Iron scale. Because yeah, that makes go. the snakes battle line. There yeah, we go. Ding, ding. Boom. So. There you go, Dane. We got your path to glory list for you. <laughs> this is my narrative. It is snakes shooting you. That's a good story. Oh, yeah. Lots of stories start with people getting shot. Yeah. yeah. Look at you, get, you get shot with an arrow in the eye, in the heart, in the they leg. Fake teeth. You have fake teeth, and I'm yeah. going to shoot you in the face. Yeah. It's like you're Darcy McGee, and this is the... Oh, there's a confederation. It's very Canadian. Oh, yeah. This is like this is like young guns at the end where they jump out of the house and the Gatling gun just like tears into all of them. Damn, I haven't seen young guns in a while. Oh, where he gets thrown out in the in the wood chest or the clothes chest, and he jumps oh, yeah. out and starts shooting, and then the Gatling gun gets him. Damn. Spoilers, God. No. All right, so I've got a couple more questions. Um, All right. 
why uh wait where'd they go like <sighs> why why would you want to run path to glory over just doing normal escalation um normal escalation or path to glory i don't know it gives you it gives you something else to do besides just building lists and playing games so like we can have I mean, like when we do it we usually spend the first like 20 25 minutes like just getting getting our miles together but we'll also be talking about okay what did we spend our glory points on um like territory that we did and just talking about that kind of stuff um and then even afterwards it's not like just pack up your armies and go it's like you know you can you can take that time where you're doing your paperwork and like oh what are you spending your glory points on so like again it's it's because I'm with kids, we're not going to sit around and drink, right? That would no. be highly illegal and immoral. And okay, I was all those say, it, it is Manitoba. Drinking age is only eighteen, bro. Like that's uh, not uh, yeah, yeah. spade. They're still not eighteen though. Um, but it's so. Uh, that's why I like the path to glory. Um, and I feel like like with the younger, with like with the teenage people who are eventually going to be adult gamers like as long as they don't fall off like in college and stuff we keep them in um they they like the story they like all those little added features rather yeah. than just like oh i'm getting into hardcore list building oh what are my synergy what are my synergies bro where are my power pairs yeah Dude. uh uh where's my board control oh if you break it into two into two smaller units you get more of a space to control I'm definitely okay, going Sam. MSU. Thanks, Sam. Definitely going high MSU on this one. Which don't get me wrong, I fucking love that shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am that guy. <laughs> I am the MSU bro. Yeah. But like if, if if people are if you're getting people into the hobby and you're trying to do it, like I think doing it through Path to Glory is a great way. Some people like come in with a mindset already of like, I want to be a competitive gamer. Mm-hmm. And this is not the for dudes. this is not how to get them into the hobby. But lots of other people are get interested by the story, and that's how they're drawn in. In fact, I would say majority are that way, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I really agree with that, and that's something that I'm looking forward to doing. Um, it's just been something that I know I've always loved. Like I've always loved storytelling. I think my most successful times playing Warhammer have been whenever the narrative has been the focus. Like, and by successful, I mean like got the most fun out of it. Yep. Um, like my, I've got a pal James who, for our last Escalation League, he wrote up like a two-page narrative for like how all the games went, how everything else was, like what oh, like the scene awesome. was being set with. It was amazing. Like James killed it, and it's something that I'm not going to be able to like. I'm not going to be able to get to that level. I know that. Yeah. But I think having everybody having their own little like story that they're able to tell and then we can regale each other with like either afterwards or like before the games. I think that'll be super fun. Yep. I'm oh yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Like that's, I think it'll be really great. It'll be good for the store too. Right. Yeah. I think so. I think it'll be great for it because like, it's a new community. It's a, like, it's basically, it's a brand new store this year and they dove really hard into Warhammer. Like something like the guys that own the store never really had it. They just, we're opening up and then one of the dudes actually alan fucking alan oh fucking was talking, alan was talking to him being like hey have you guys thought about doing like warhammer stuff and they're like oh maybe yeah and then they've just 
really solid dudes who are just like figured out that there was quite a few people around here that loved it. And then like, they've just been getting into it more and more and more. Like I'm going to do, like, as I said, I'm doing painting classes starting in January there. One of the guys is getting into blood bowl. Cause there's a blood bowl league. Like, yeah. The other dudes get diving into 40 K. And I think the other ones like, well, one of the, uh, one of the two of them is also going to get into AOS. So I'm, pr- I'm pretty stoked. I think it's going to be fun. I think yep. path to glory is going to be a very, very fun way to, show people the reason why you can't why you can get obsessed with war gaming mm-hmm. beyond just winning and losing yeah yeah um and and like it's being supported right games workshop mm. is is working on it like it seems like every white dwarf that comes out now it's got it's got some match play rules but it's got path to glory rules in it too it's not just something they threw into fill space in the core rule book and are just not touching it anymore it's like okay some people are going to use this it's like the siege rules um but but they're yeah but they're they're there's support for it so that means that they're they're looking they're looking at it they're looking at what they can add uh to to just give give you a more complete narrative experience without having to try to build your own system yeah which is sick as hell like i think what it's been the last five six white dwarfs that have all had different battle tomes that probably aren't going to be getting like a a sooner update yeah and i think that's sick as out like it's nice just to get these little hits of storytelling these little hits of rules and white dwarf like i know it's not ideal because they're not automatically updated onto the like actual apps yeah um that gw makes but for some reason the fan made thing yeah. that's on their website war scroll builder gets it it's like oh Thanks, Tony. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey Tony. Guys, it's called sending a picture to your friends from the White Dwarf. Yeah, basically. <laughs> get one guy in your group with the White Dwarf subscription or a good internet connection. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just, I don't, I'm just hyped. I'm hyped. I think it's going to be cool. Yep. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be something that's going to push me to finish off units that I have like partially painted, no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix Guard. Phoenix Guard. Man, I got some friggin' cities Phoenix Guard that I need to finish doing. Need to finish some converting on those, but I promised myself I'm going to finish these damn Lumineth and the the Tomb Kings Mega Gargans army. I'm going to do it. That's my goal for this year. Damn Lumineth and the fucking Gargans. There we go. (laughs) Swears and swears. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. So I think we're kind of done with the Path of Glory. I think so unless there was lots of things i was gonna say you got any uh get any shout outs today there but any shout outs but well you're oh, i'm I mean, tristan sorry do you have any shout outs there tristan oh fries are done <laughs> bing crosby um i do um my guy tyler mengel just actually did a path to glory special on the nurgle battle tome that dayton's getting whomped by right now uh, the, yeah so it's it's pretty sweet i tyler always does a really nice classy write-up on anything any battle tome that he does and this time he took a special focus on path to glory itself i'm not a neurobook guy like i think it's gross and it doesn't make me feel good inside whenever i look at it I agree, agree like i'm not i'm not doing that like like people who like nurgle don't send me pictures of your models don't <laughs> 
I don't I don't need that in my life. It doesn't make me like it makes my little tummy go all wiggly like the little worms oh. that they have. And, yeah, I can't wait to yeah. put that on Twitter now. Hey everybody, Tristan wants to see your Nurgle. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll probably always have a compliment too. It's the annoying part about me. Yeah. Like, oh, oh man. your glazing was really good on that oh. tongue that makes my that makes me want to puke. Wow, the highlights. Why does it have to come out of the belly button? Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those highlights. Oh, yeah, Zen- Zenithal, Zenithal priming for the win. <laughs> you just come up with a list of responses you can yeah. have. Number seven will surprise you. Oh. Uh, so yeah, just go to mengleminis.com. He and he posted that up. It's great. It's nice to see somebody focus on Path to Glory. I'm kind of half thinking maybe we should do that. <laughs> You want to have a Patreon exclusive little breakdown pod <laughs> on Path to Glory every battle time? Oh, I don't okay. know. I can't. It's, oh, it hurts my I'll brain. It. it hurts I'll my brain. It. Listen. Yeah. Okay. We'll start a Patreon. I will do right. my own personal like fifty minutes or less on the Path to Glory section, <laughs> on the White Dwarfs and everything. We'll start a Patreon just for it. I get start a Patreon for my soup for my soup channel. Because I made a split pea and a ham. It was fabulous. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good at soup. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, do you have any shout outs? Or should uh, I have a second one? No, no, wait. I'm going to shout out uh, Great Cup Champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers. <laughs> Woo! Back to Woo! back. Great Cup Champions. Bombers were down by 12. Going into the fourth quarter. Uh, scored lots of points. It went into overtime. Bombers scored a touchdown, gets a two-point conversion. Hamilton gets the ball. So it's like U.S. college uh, football overtime rules. So Hamilton had the ball. Um, They tried to throw uh, something towards us. They were driving it down. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They they got sacked on first down. It was second and 12. Uh, They tried to throw something towards the sidelines. One bomber jumped in front, uh, jumped the route ball went off his hands and you could see him go ah and the ball went back towards another bomber because that receiver was covered so well he was reaching for it he kind of like tapped it up and then a third tip drill and a a third bomber caught it and the sidelines erupted and all of manitoba went whoa we just won again, and Portage in Maine was shut down because 1,500 people showed up there to uh, party. Hell yeah. Let's go. I'm a so that's, my sh- that's my shout out. <laughs> it's a great shout out. I love when the people of Manitoba rejoice, specifically you. Yeah. We don't have a lot I'm to a- rejoice about, but. There you go. Oh, there you go. Great cup's a great cup, bro. <laughs> All right. Great cup's a great cup, bro. Back to back after not having won since 1990. So, you know. Yeah. I remember when I lived in Winnipeg, everyone was like, is this the year for the Blue Bombers? And everybody who knew the Blue Bombers was just like, no. Wait, what year did you live in Winnipeg? 2004. Oh, was, yeah, those were horrible years. Yeah, it was rough, man. Oh, I know. Was I, was there. I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was there, too. Wow. Jets were lousy anyway. Jets weren't even around. Exactly. Oh, was that a reference to the Weaker Than song? It was. One great nice. song. Nice. Yes. Great song. I love those guys. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, cheers to that. Yeah, you slammed it. Cheers to that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, bud, I love you. I love you too, Tristan. Um, this has been great. I look forward to Dayton not listening to this podcast. Yeah, it's better. I look than him forward being to Nicole. The podcast. 
Oh, that's so mean. Um, I look forward to Nicole having to listen through this whole thing, especially that long break that we talked all the way through. That's true. Um, I'm just excited because if Dayton is on the podcast, he still doesn't listen to me. So it's good. <laughs> wow. I caught him in that today. I was just like, fuck you, Dayton. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What was that? I caught <laughs> Yeah. I caught. Oh, that was the joke. I said, what was that? Like, oh. I wasn't listening to you. Okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> You should. Uh, At what? night, have fun on your lobster boat. May it, <laughs> may it rock you to sleep in the Atlantic Ocean. The soothing, soothing straight. Night, night, night. Night, night, party people. Thanks for coming to Party at the All Points, episode number 54. Be good to each other. afternoon another day is nearly done a darker gray is breaking through a lighter one a thousand sharpened elbows in the underground that hollow hurried sound of feet on polished floor dollar store the clerk is closing up and counting loonies trying not to say I hate Winnipeg the driver checks the mirror seven minutes late the crowded riders restlessness enunciates Guess who sucked? The Jets were lousy anyway. The same route every day. And in the turning lane, someone stalled again. He's talking to himself. And here's the price of gas. Repeat his phrase. I hate Winnipeg. our King Wrecking Ball proclaim I hate Winnipeg